0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Parent Line Podcast. We took a little break over the summer, and now we're back with the vengeance, bringing you lots more episodes. The more astute among you will already have realised that I am not Ellen, your normal host. My name is Roger. I'm normally behind the camera, pressing buttons and futuring with various pieces of software. But I have moved in front of the camera and the microphone to host some episodes. We're gonna be mixing things up. We're gonna be putting out a lot more episodes in terms of frequency. And Ellen and I will be sharing the hosting. So hopefully I can live up to your very high standard. So on with the show. I've just finished recording an interview with Joan Bernie Keating's MBE. Joan is the CEO of Cinemagic, Cinemagic, is an award-winning charity and they are behind the Cinemagic International TV and Film Festival for Young People. The festival is running all throughout October and this year it's totally virtual, which is new. And that's one of the things we talked about in the interview is how on earth do you schedule and run a festival in COVID-19 times? We talked about the festival, the highlights this year and what to look out for, but also issues like how parents can encourage their kids to use new technology and encourage creativity in the home, while keeping them safe at the same time. We touched on the booming TV industry in Northern Ireland at the minute. And how children and young people can really embrace the opportunities that are coming their way. And also how not to photobomb TikTok dances. I hope you find it really interesting. I really enjoyed chatting to Joan. And on with the show. Welcome to The Parent Line Podcast where we discuss the joys and challenges of modern parenting and explore how we as parents can give our children the best start in life. Well, welcome Joan to the ParentLine podcast.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.
0: We are delighted to have you on the show. Uh, I really appreciate your time. I know the festival has already kicked off. We're in October already, believe it or not. So your time must be, I imagine, very precious to you. So I appreciate it. I guess planning a festival is a lot of work and and it's all year round. But I can only imagine what you were feeling in March whenever the country went into lockdown and you're thinking, I have a festival to run in October. (laughs)
1: You're totally right. It's been a, a crazy time. We had so much planned for this year. In fact, by the end of February, we were setting that we had 20 short films secured to shoot in oh. 2020. And they were, you know, throughout Northern Ireland. Uh, one was in Jordan, one was in LA, one was in Boston, one was in Scotland. We had a mammoth amount of, of projects scheduled to happen. And a, a lot of events in Belfast and it's a, a big festival. And then suddenly... The world started changing in a different direction. (laughs) So, yes, it has been a roller coaster of a number of months. But in saying that, I am so fortunate. I have an amazing team in Cinemagic, and and they are very... Very creative, very innovative, and very quickly rose to the challenge of just finding new innovative ways for Cinemagic to engage with audiences. And it's just a whole new way of thinking. And whilst it's been very challenging, uh, and there's been obviously the uncertainty of changes with funding, it has also been a really good time. And we are really honestly delighted with the amount of content that we have in the festival. In fact, throughout the month of October, the team have managed to programme 325 events. Goodness. For wow. one month. But mm. thankfully, there's a will, there's a way. It's all been programmed and it's happening this year online.
0: That's amazing. And for those who are maybe not so familiar with Cinemagic, do you want to tell us a bit about what, uh, what is your organisation about? What's your vision? What are you trying to achieve with the festival?
1: Well, I'm going to take you back to the very beginning. So just over 30 years ago, Cinemagic was born really in the middle of the troubles in Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. And its objective was to bring young people from different backgrounds and different abilities together in a safe environment and to learn and to share from each other and, and to share their experiences and, and really to celebrate what they had in common rather than what had a part and film was the most obvious choice to get everyone as a vehicle to engage with because it's fun it's entertaining and we all have opinions of what we like and what we don't like so yes yeah, so the mission was very much to educate inspire and motivate young people what used to be a small children's festival has grown now into an organization which is a charity which delivers annual events all year round and we now deliver festivals in Belfast, Dublin, Los Angeles, a lot of stuff in the UK as well. And as I said before about searching stuff in the Middle East. So it's Mm -hmm. it's ever expanding and it's always changing, but the remit is always to take young people out of their comfort zones to bring them together and help them to learn and to share from each other and very much to break down barriers. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, very often we don't know that we could be the best cinematographers or costume designers or screenwriters or whatever it may be in in the creative industries unless you're given an opportunity and that's what Mm -hmm. we really want to try to do is to bring young people together where they feel in a fun safe environment and they can just try new things so that's Mm -hmm. kind of like the broad strokes and then with with our international work the remit is very much again bringing young people from northern ireland and ireland together with young people from various parts of america So right in the middle of the whole pandemic, we also had 38 flights booked to go to Los Angeles. We were taking a massive group (laughs) of young people over to showcase their work in LA and to go to all of the industry studios and meet professionals and really talk about the work that's going on in Northern Ireland. However, that's been put on hold, but we have decided to have lots of creative content with brilliant guest speakers happening here in Belfast. One of which is our fabulous patron, C.S.U. Ronan.
0: Yeah, who will be
1: hosting a fantastic masterclass and a, a Q&A. And again, an amazing opportunity for young people to have an interactive conversation with someone like Saoirse, which is incredible.
0: Yeah, you've got some real big hitters who who are supporting you. And, you know, when you go on your website and watch the little clips, you know, you've got Liam Neeson and Pierce Brosnan and all these like huge names who are getting behind what you're doing. So that must be amazing for you.
1: We've, we've been very, very fortunate. We've almost 30 patrons now at this stage. The truth is, these are all people who've had to work really hard themselves. And they are really passionate about what they do and they really want to make a difference to the next generation and that's why they're always very generous with their time and they understand that often like we just need one person to believe in us and it just, yeah. just gives us that little nudge in, in the right direction.
0: I mean obviously you're all about inspiring kids and kind of giving them the tools to to make new things and that's something that I as a parent I've got a a three-year-old and a newborn and i love watching well particularly the three-year-old who can do a little more than the newborn at the minute but you know he his mind just he creates things and he thinks of things that you just never never even think about like he's got into a habit now of wanting to take photos with my phone and uh, the other day he took my phone and he came back with a photo on it it was a picture of a a grate on the road and the the angled bars and you could see the water beneath and this reflection of his curly hair and it was like something you would see in like a modern art gallery and he had taken this photo and he obviously, you know, he wasn't really that interested in it, he just took it but I just thought about how young people just see the world in a totally different way they're not bound by all the things that we kind of conform to as we grow older um, and even you know and taking photos and you know you think about how to frame the shot and you know what you want in your composition and kids maybe just don't think about that but they get really interesting results is that what you find?
1: Oh absolutely and the thing is you, n- you never want to curtail that imagination no. in any way like we all building for children right yeah, and we're yeah, all yeah like, what are we yeah. going to be when what are we going to do when we grow up yeah so, so absolutely and again that's why all of the content that Cinematic is programmed for this month is particularly mm-hmm. important because there's everything there from animation workshops with Ardman, where you can mm-hmm. sit down with your children and have fun together and create little characters and storyboards mm-hmm. and tell oh. a little story through their world and through their mm-hmm. eyes but having the, the guidance of professional people who do it yeah with model yeah. making classes acting classes which would be a lot of fun as well. Every day there are educational screenings, workshops and masterclasses, which can be done with children by themselves with with accompaniment of a parent, but also so much family things for kids to get involved with their parents and have a lot of fun Mm -hmm. together in ways that maybe they've never done in the past.
0: Yeah. Another thing I I often think about is the power of technology that now exists that didn't exist when, when I was young. And even taking that example of the phone that was in my pocket, you know, there have been full feature-length movies that have been filmed on iPhones. You know, I think there was a film in 2015, Tangerine. I think it was filmed on three iPhones. You know, that that's crazy to think that the technology that you need to make a feature-length film is in your pocket. Has that changed things for young people? Do they have opportunities because of technology that perhaps didn't exist a couple of decades ago? Oh,
1: look, absolutely. It's accessibility and there's no barriers. And that's yeah. why I always say to young people, you know, you don't need to go to LA, you don't need to go to Hollywood yeah. Yeah. to make your own stuff. Right here, right now, you've got all got your own phones, like I have two little girls, my eight-year-old, can edit everything and do all these wow. cool things that you learn to do, which I still can't do. But you can absolutely, you know, shoot little short films, do all of that on your phone. And and that's what's so brilliant, because it's mm-hmm. giving young people a confidence to do that. And I also have to say that, you know... So much learning is happening now online with Zoom and with school mm-hmm. and everything. And I think at the start that was really daunting for both young people, yeah. for teachers, and for parents. And a lot of us, even adults, find it. Oh, this is quite difficult because it's so it's so intimate. And what we have found over the last number of months, it's having such a positive impact in that kids feel a lot freer to say things. You know, one of the films that we're shooting this week actually. We had to deliver a lot of masterclasses online, and one was peace and reconciliation a workshop, and. The interaction with the young people was incredible. It was a three-hour full-on class, and they were so open about their opinions and so happy to engage, which was brilliant. And maybe they may not have been so open if they hadn't been in a, in a room yes. in a closer proximity. Um, yes. And I was speaking to you know another little girl yesterday who was saying you know she's been learning her piano lessons yeah. on Zoom, and I was oh, but is that not really working? And she said, completely the opposite. I'm learning a lot more by doing it on Zoom which has been brilliant. And I noticed with, you know, even with my own children, whilst well, doing their homework online is not the ideal situation, the positives of it, they are learning a lot more technical skills, hmm. getting a lot more speedy with their typing and with even with, with their spellings, I find. Now, obviously, old school is always the best. Pen and paper <laughs> and learning your spellings and some with a piece of paper is better. But I do think it's got a lot of benefits. I guess there'll be some people who maybe for... The number of reasons just can't access technology, yeah, and so yeah. that's very frustrating. So you know, there's obviously you know a lot of, of that to consider, but I do think that we're all just kind of getting through it and finding mm. new ways of new way of living.
0: There's something about restrictions actually that that breeds creativity. You know, actually not being able to do something then kind of forces you to think in different ways and uh, to come up with new ways of doing things. I was thinking that when I was on your website and I was looking at your streaming platform and the things you've had to do to. To move the festival into this virtual world and I thought, you know, that that's forcing you to think in different ways. And that's that's a positive thing.
1: I think totally, you know, if you'd have told us this, this time last year that we would have our own streaming site and yeah. that our programmer Chris Shaw would have programmed twenty three feature films. Yeah. To be streamed online. We would never have thought that would have worked. But you know, yeah. there's so much that goes on to make that happen. But it's happening. We also have seven packages of short films. So again, for young people who just want just shorter versions of content. And again, these are films all over the world and they're all available on our streaming site. And so once you you know click on a film, you have access then to that for a week to watch it. If you, if you go through the website, you will see like there's amazing things like Creativity Corner. And that's all our really fun stuff as I say, animation, costume design, all these really fun things that the kids can really practically run around their house and get things and, and give a go. And then for those young people out there who are really trying to decide on their careers, our career corner where we have, like for the likes of all, Johnny Irvine, homegrown journalist from Northern Ireland who has worked all over the world, talking about you know his life, how he got where he is growing up in Belfast, any advice he'd give to any young person getting into journalism. We have numerous really, really credible directors and producers taking amazing masterclasses. Oliver Jeffers, again, from Northern Ireland, will be talking about his global success with his books and with all his illustrations and giving young people an opportunity to get involved in those illustrations. Um,
0: His books are a family favourite with us.
1: Absolutely. And then we've got some really fabulous music composers. Mm-hmm. So anyone out there who's really interested in or oh, the score was put together for many, many different movies, three brilliant music masterclasses happening. So it's a range from any young person who's interested in writing, producing, directing to music. The whole genre is there.
0: It's brilliant. I mean, thinking of careers, whenever I was in primary school, if you'd taken a survey of our primary school class and asked people what they wanted to be when they grew up, it would be, I want to be a fireman, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a nurse, I want to be a teacher, whatever it is. And now it seems every child wants to be a YouTuber. <laughs> and I know YouTube isn't the same uh, necessarily as the the TV industry or the movie industry, but it's definitely the crossovers. Do you find that kids are interested in this kind of thing in a way that maybe they haven't been before because of all this kind of new tech and and new ways of doing things?
1: Oh, look, absolutely. And again, it's whenever they realise they can do it. And yeah. it's a new trend. Like, I don't know, all of a sudden were COVID TikTok was going crazy in this house. Yeah. They might get well. no, you yeah. be careful, you be careful. Yeah. And suddenly you walk around the house and everyone's doing a dance. Yes. you know, like, <laughs> oh, how did this happen? One minute it's like those little bands; they're all doing the bands, and then next, up they're all doing these crazy TikToks. But with that, again, they're learning new technology skills. Now, obviously, the yeah. downside, like just protecting your children, and making sure they're they're mm-hmm. watching the right content. Yeah. But it's just a whole different world from whenever we grew up.
0: It is a totally different world. I was in Tesco's the other night and I was watching this teenager walking down the aisle, just throwing their arms out in different directions and their legs. And I thought, am I so old that I haven't a clue what's going on? But I'm pretty sure it was a TikTok dance. <laughs>
1: oh, look, it, it absolutely was. In fact, in our house, you need to be careful that you don't end up in the back of a TikTok.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in your jammies. No, photo my Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know,
0: I imagine whenever parents hear the words, I want to be a YouTuber when I grow up, that might fill them with fear because it is a different world and because they're not interacting with on a a daily basis, they're not maybe familiar with what it means to be a YouTuber. How can parents embrace the positivity, the positive aspects of that, the creativity in it, but protect them from maybe some of the negative aspects or the, the, the dangers, but really get the best out of that creative possibility?
1: If any parents who are really nervous about engaging in online content, you know, the masterclasses that are there and the workshops are a perfect opportunity for parents to learn a little bit more about online technology. So I'd say that that would be a really good starting point. Mm. And everything's done with safeguarding and child protection. In terms of monitoring content that your children watch, it is very difficult. The problem is that other things can be clicked through to very easily. So I guess it's just, you know, that constant communication with young people and explaining the dangers and being aware of what sites they can access, what sites they can't, not letting them download whatever apps they want. I've been really, really strict with our children, what they're allowed to use, what they're not allowed to use, but explaining to them why. Yeah. And, and yeah. I think and that is honestly the only way to, to do it as you go along yeah. and constantly monitoring and watching their screen time, yeah. watching how many the hours they're online and looking at their history.
0: Yeah, communication, I suppose, is just always going to be yeah. going to be key, isn't it? Totally. Yeah. yeah. These are kind of glory years for Northern Irish television and, and movie industry. Whenever you think of the likes of uh, Game of Thrones, obviously, is the big one in terms of things that have been shot here. But also Line of Duty and The Fall and Derry Girls. Those are all maybe aimed at slightly higher than kind of the young young kids that you might be working with, but are they aware of this stuff happening in the country? Are they aware of an industry that is growing that might create potential opportunities for them in the future?
1: Absolutely. And I think as well, because there is so much going on in Northern Ireland at the moment, and actually... Currently, in the next couple of weeks, there's a lot of stuff being shot. There's such an awareness of that as well, which is why you see a whole change in young people wanting different careers. Now, you know, this year alone, we have received over 750 applications of short films. Young people have produced from our young filmmaker competition, which is really is incredible. And that's because young people now are seeing a, a career in directing, in producing in screenwriting and they're saying that it is possible that there is a pipeline that it's not something that's so, so far away removed yeah. that it is happening yeah. on their own doorstep and that, that's a really big role for Cinematic is to give young people access into the industry provide opportunities for them to learn on set to be mentored on set to meet industry professionals and to try to create a pipeline where they can then go on to secure full-time jobs and we have been really successful in doing that. Um, In the last five years, Cinemagic has produced two feature films, both of which had 40 trainees work on those films, um, A Christmas Star and Grace and Goliath. And the young people involved in those films have all gone on to work in the creative industries, many of whom have worked on multiple series of Game of Thrones, Disney shows, BBC shows, and so many other amazing productions. And it's great now that we are now hiring them and employing them to come back and work on our productions, and that just really shows that goes full circle. And we have so many amazing cinematic alumni who have gone on to do so well. And they come back now and take master classes for young people. So even within that short period of time, yeah. we just see it all coming back full circle. That's it's, and it's so inspiring, especially when you're having a master class or q and A Q&A by someone who's not really that far of difference in age,
0: mm. and
1: also is yes. from your own hometown. And so you, suddenly you go, "Oh wow."
0: Isn't yes, it's not this L.A. superstar. It's something, no. someone you can actually relate to.
1: You look at the yeah. names and Seamus McGarvey, D.O.P., The Greatest Showman, Oscar-nominated so many times, but an Aramaya guy. And, yeah. you know, he, he becomes cinematic, He just talks about growing up in Arma, about wanting to, you know, shooting old films, how he used to put tights over the lenses. And suddenly you just see kids going, wow, that, that, that's my world, that's what I think. Yeah. And suddenly yeah. that just ignites something in them. It makes them think, right, it's not just me that thinks in like this crazy way but also there's huge opportunity here. And I think that's so exciting. And especially at a time when we need it now more than ever. And Mm -hmm. at a time when we also need to be bringing communities together and, you know, building those relationships.
0: I love watching the credits at the end of films and just seeing the hundreds of roles of people and all the random (laughs) roles and names. You don't really know what, what they even do. There must be opportunity for people to enter that industry in so many different ways, whether it's through cinematography or Uh, set design or location scouting all those things there's just so many rules isn't there
1: oh you know there really is locations massive one what a great job to travel world picking locations (laughs) set design anyone that's that's in any way creative or good at art again traveling the world building sets how amazing would that be but I also say a skill is so important anyone Mm. that can very can build anything who is electrical or has got a good, a good craft and skill now is an amazing time to be out there to try and, and to, to create your whole little world for film so let's just keep building the creative industries in northern ireland and building the economy for young people
0: indeed what would you say to parents um i mean obviously you're a parent yourself but what would you say to parents who are? i be listening to this thinking, you know, I would love to actually encourage my child to get involved in this kind of industry. And and even if it's not thinking about jobs down the line, but just about expanding their mind and their skills and, and using the technology that's in the house just to actually to make something.
1: First and foremost, log on to www.cinemagic.org.uk and that'll be their first experience of trying something new. So yep. definitely maximise all the amazing opportunities that Cinemagic has on. This month, that is a great start. I'd absolutely encourage any, any parent and a young person you know, to get involved in the creative industries and, and to not be afraid of technology and to try it and just to try and get in projects that, and build a like-minded community. Because, you know, energy builds energy and positivity and being around people who have a little bit more knowledge and, know, and are not afraid to try things. So give it a go and don't be afraid of it. And you never know, your, your little child could be the next Oscar-winning... BAFTA winning costume designer, cinematographer, who knows, just sitting right there Only they just need access and the confidence to try something new.
0: Brilliant. Well, listen, I would love to talk to you all day about this. I just, I love talking about TV and film and and opportunities for children. It's just brilliant. So one last time, tell people where they can access the information about the festival. So
1: www.cinemagic.org.uk or for all of our streaming and for all of our films, please check out our streaming site, which is filmfestival.cinemagic dot and please there are so many events every day they're educational they've got great opportunities so please maximize everything that cinemagic has on the month of october
0: listen joan it's been an absolute pleasure so thank, thank you. you very much for coming on the podcast and all the best with the festival my
1: pleasure i will see you soon
0: i hope you enjoyed that chat with joan if you do want to check out anything in the festival, I've put a link in the description, but please do like rate, subscribe, all those good things to the podcast to hear all the episodes that we're planning to send you very soon. Don't forget if you have any questions around parenting or are going through any parenting issues, please do call our team at ParentLine, free, confidential on 0808 80 2400. That's 0808 80 2400. See you next time.